0: This is comic fixed by the Glick hey and I'm your host Jason Glick Good evening Jason Glick hey John how's it going? Well, I'm fine yeah <laughs> doing all right cool, awesome well yeah, as I said last time i am this tonight we are going back to that endless well of um like of comic podcasts and stories that is um star wars because you know as I said this will be let's see if I remember. I remember this great. This will be the fourth podcast I've done on Star Wars re- related material after like original crossover cast, nice little old Republic, and um, uh, and um, dark times. But um, now it's like i basically um, um, last last week I like the uh, final volume of Star Wars Legacy has come out. Well, and um, basically I'm I'm devoting this, this podcast talking all about that because don't because Legacy. See, legacy represented um, like a dark horse, like you know, doing like taking a really proactive take in the Star Wars in, in the you know, expanded universe of Star Wars. This is in the sense that um, this this series takes place 100 like 138 years after the end, after like it's like after the events of um, of uh, Episode Four, New Hope, and um, it's, it basically focuses on Luke's grandson, um, Cade Skywalker, and his. It's like in his struggles against to find his place in the galaxy, as well as the, as well as against the machinations of the of the new Sith Emperor Darth Krayt. Now, now the series was um, masterminded by um, by by um, veteran comic book comic book writer John Ostrander. Um, he's had a long um, history history in writing, on ma- um, lots of mainstream comics for Marvel and DC. Most notably, his defining run on on the Suicide Squad, and. And also in his own creator owned series, Grim Grim Jack. Um then he also got his wife, Jen Jen who's also um done a lot of is also veteran comic book illustrator illustrator as well, but but it seems that, that with Star that she's really um like made a name for herself doing the uh, working with John on the on all the very star their various Star Wars projects over the years. And um Legacy is basically essentially for, for instance, their baby. Like they've they both like they both um plotted it. And um, while well, um, ostrander provides the um, scripts for all this, all the stuff, all the, I mean, all the issues, she's provided the art for the for the main stories. But yes, but um, but Legacy though, it's like more than anything else. Legacy basically, um, like in my opinion, takes like a um, best described as a Fallout Three approach to the to the source material. Now, if you're familiar with with, um, with Fallout Three on um, the uh, with the video games, like I mean, I'm a huge fan of the Fallout series and Three. Yeah, I see. I love three just for the sense that you know it not only I mean, it was the first game in three in 3D, but um, more more than just like bringing the, the series into the modern era. It um, it treated the um, source material, material with respect, and it just like was my first experience with real open world um, RPG game. Just in the sense that you know, I could look at this I could, after emerging from the vault at the end of the tutorial. I could look at it. I looked out at the world and say, Hey, you know, I can go anywhere. But that's, that is neither here nor there for this podcast. But because the, th- the thing with with Fallout Three is that it took it, it is that for all it did to um, to um, bring Fallout, Fallout into the modern era, it didn't actually really bring a whole lot new to this to the series. It basically um you know it basically took a lot of the established um, things from the series, like basically the vaults, the Brotherhood of Steel, the Enclave, like a lot of like a lot of really familiar things, and just kind of you know reconfiguring them into new. Taking into new fashions for this for this new era, in the sense that there Brotherhood Steel was now fractured, fractured and had basically a uh, two two groups like the outcasts and the um, group proper who weren't adhering to the letter of the Brotherhood Law, but were doing their own thing, and the Enclave who um who were who on one hand were like theoretically following the um, word of the, of the American President, but found then you find out that oh that's not quite true either. And that's that's really the vibe you get a lot with with um, with legacy at, at, at the outset. I mean, you've got this. I mean, you here you've got a Skywalker only with um Cade Skywalker. With Cade Skywalker, he is basically um he's basically like a um like a a, a shift a shiftless um drug like um drug-addled scound, scoundrel working as a working as a bounty hunter and um, bounty hunter and mercenary. You've you've got the um you yeah, got the Sith. Um, led by um, by the, um, Darth Krayt, who um, but he's, but Krait has basically, has basically um, like um, expanded the order instead of just the traditional uh, two Sith, one who one who has power and one who craves it. He's basically created a Sith order, like once like like an entire um, like a, an entire like a legion of Sith, like basically all designed to, to the pursuit of pursuit of the dark side, but also unify in their like in their position of their will, like on the force and on the gal- galaxy itself then you've also but you've also got the empire like like the empire is still there as well led by the uh, led by the deposed emperor Roan fell and like they're not necessarily the bad guys because they've also got their um set of imperial knights um people who have been trained who've been trained as um as jedi knights but only for the express purpose of um of serving the empire but but also for the express pur- purpose of keeping the empire keep, making sure the empire adheres to the light side of the force and you no know, necessarily also taking him out if they find if he actually goes to the, goes to the dark side, and then you've also got the Gal- Galactic Republic is still there, but they've also gone back to more. They're also more of a Rebel Alliance now in the sense that they're, so they're basically like I'm reduced to I'm hit, basically hit and run operations throughout throughout the galaxy. So you've got lots of um, like familiar elements from Star Wars, but they're all reconfigured in ways that um, that like are are new like are they don't actually that. That are different from what we've seen in the in the established mythos especially the um like the, the six film series and um it's like overall it's like I think I've really enjoyed really enjoyed this series I mean like getting the thing that nitpicks out of the way first I mean Ostrender, I mean um he is i I will say that he is a he is a good writer he's an entertaining writer however he also has a real tendency to um spell out things um for uh, um, for his audience, he's not—he's not a very graceful writer, but um, like he—he'll hit hit upon the nose about you know like Cade saying, "Oh, I'm not not a Sith or a Jedi. I'm like something in between." But um, without like you know just you know, like like finding a more like mean like um, subtle way of, subtle way of doing things, and like oh, of course his bad guys are bad, his good guys are well, no, actually like, I take that back because one of the things that. I, 'cause one of the things I do really like about Ostrander's style is that he inca- he seems pathologically incapable of writing characters with simple with simple motivations. I mean you've got Cade who is and he and he he, he he as a skywalker he's got this huge legacy bearing down on him, but he doesn't want to do he doesn't want anything to do with it. He just wants the galaxy to leave him alone, but at the same time he also doesn't want to um you know to indulge in the dark side in order to make Make that happen I mean he draw every time he draw he he 's not actually like actively seeking it out of power he actually shuns it he 's trying to you know get it, trying to for, forge his own way, but the galaxy isn't going to let it isn 't going to let him do that then you 've got um like Roron fell the emperor who um basically he hates the sith he doesn 't want like he, he, he sees that they're even though they were they were his unwilling partners in the in the um in the war that took out the uh that deposed the the, um, the the New Republic, he is um He's he basically um, he's essentially a g- good guy in the sense that he wants like he wants order restored to the galaxy, just not that that isn't ruled by the Sith. But he's got some really um, questionable methods of getting there, which include um, executing an entire starship's crew to make his point, and at one point and contemplating the uh, the dispersal of a uh, the dispersal of a um, virus across across Coruscant in order to. Um, um, make sure the Sith's um Sith rule like ends right there. And you also got um um Cade's mom, uh, who is who um goes by two names, Morgan Cord, um um imperial agent, and um Nina and Nina Kilixt. She is who is an advisor to the um to the Grand Moff, um more like Amor um, the Shavid. It's Like she's who is she's playing basically playing every um every end against the middle in order to make sure that she that she comes out on top. And no, succeeding more often than not. Until she doesn't. But it's just like the this degree of moral complexity that um, to, to characters that really makes that that does make them interesting. Even if like the overall execution is kinda of, is um pretty ham fisted and on the nose, um like uh, more like more often than not. But I guess the thing is, like, uh, like, um, like even if Ostrander isn't graceful enough to um, get to his points without without explicitly spelling them out for us, he at least gets close enough to the point where I can, I can see what he's trying to do and I can admire it for it. I mean, on one hand, no, this, is, this, this series is not great art. But on the other hand, if you're looking for a thoroughly entertaining Star Wars series, then this would be, this would be the one I recommend. Along with his um, Clone Wars work, with, which gave us... Um, which gave us um, like the great struggles of, of Jedi Quinlan Vos. Which you know, it's like if you want to if you want to understand why um, Dark Horse gave Australia um, and Dursim the um, license to do this um, Far Future series, go back and read the Clone Wars series. That's how they got it. But still, it's like I mean, like Legacy. It's like I mean, it's like it's it's a fun, re- it's a great, it's a good read. Like see, like just seeing the exploits of Cade, K- his partner, his partner, the Ace Mechanic um, Delia Blue, and his um part and his um. His equally scoundrelly partner, um, Jariah Sin, who was very good with the boom, and um, it's in the uh, he, uh, he creates likable characters. So you want so you want to go ahead and follow them throughout the cor- throughout the course of the novel. But also, the supporting cast is is just interesting. Like you know, like aside from the exploits of Um Cade's mom, um, like Morgan Cord, you've also got the uh, leader of the uh, Galactic, leader of the Alliance, Um, um Gar, it's like Garstazi, who was. Who's an alien? Who's basically try? Who's basically um, he's, he's basically a, a guy thrust thrust into the um role of basically being a figurehead for the entire for the entire resistance movement, and just being and also has, and like uh, and also has the role of just being just clever enough in order to stave off um, like not only um like the destruction at the hands of the empire, but also um i uh, sorry destruction of the hands of the sith but also on uh, navigating a treacherous pa- um, partnership with the em- with the empire as well but um, that's also another, another strength of the series in the sense that um you can tell that when the like the um the most important parts of the series are the ones um where um Dur-Sima provides the art but um at the same time like osteander makes the supporting cast interesting enough that even when it um you it like an entire volume is is devoted to um devoted to the supporting cast like say um let's see volume four alliance like you're not not too put out um, just by the fact that you know the it's it's cool it's so cool seeing like um like stasi um like steal, like steal star destroyer from the mon Calamari ship shipyards and um outsmart the uh the imperial admiral who it's like who um basically decimated the, the um the alliance fleet at their, for at, at it's like in a, in the last major battle of the sith Imperial War but that also brings me to another issue with the series and while like I said while I enjoy it i I, while I do recommend it it's also um on a little bit on the expensive side as well because you know it's like it's Because while the first three volumes I you know you no know, collect like like to say the first um let's see nineteen issues of the series um subsequent volumes aren't are like are like aren't really as as thick. We're basically you you will get no more than four or five issues, of like of the series, and it's it's and it's like I look at this and I think you know I don't know that just that just bothers me. Like seeing as someone who just like looks at what Marvel Marvel and DC now charge for for hardcovers of like four of um collections of like uh, four four issues at a time. And it's like that's you know it's like I kind of wish that, that they didn't have to do to like um to, to go in this direction, but but they do, and um, and on one hand, it's like it's it's like uh, it's, the series is good enough that you know I, that it's it's not too bad. But you know, I kind of, you kind of wish that they uh, that they just had a, a bit more uh, they were a bit more uh, uh, judicious in like allotting the um, issues per 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 trade paperback. Okay, but that that be, but that being said, um, let's see um, the final volume War. Um, is the is the wrap up to the series, and it's like, and generally it's like for the most part it's a it's a it's a very good wrap up. Basically, it's, it sets starts off with um Darth Darth crate um like reestablishing himself after his um brush with brush with death back in volume six. It's like, and also um Cade um like be, being aware of this, it's like like being aware of his of his rebirth, and um basically like i um, realizing this is the time to like finally settle the score. Of course, this like while well, that is the main the main story right there, there's also like like about a dozen different subplots going on with the like with the Imperial Knights and um, one one of them, Antarius Draco, I'm um, break like I'm um, breaking under the strain of um, torture on the Sith of Corban and then having to redeem himself. You've got um Luke's I mean I'm sorry Cade's uncle um Banta um trying like I'm coming back coming back into the fray. Um, you've got like the, the imperial like the like it's the imperial the the empire the alliance between the the imperials and the uh the alliance um um like 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 teaming up in order to take to uh, defend the say defend the um hidden hidden jedi temple and also the uh and also um sit um createstes uh use of his sith if his special sith troopers in order to in order to um take take in order to take take them out and like and save the galaxy, it's there's a lot. Of, sorry, my point is there's a lot of stuff going on here. I mean, it's like and on one hand, yes, it's not. On one hand, it's like it's it's not entirely the most not like entirely gracefully. I mean, like I kind of wish that Cade's final duel with um crate had like had more um room to, room to breathe. And I I do think that um his final um like his final decision, you know, I can. It's, I, don't know, I guess, like the, like when you when you get to the fun, the um the end and you see Kate's um Cade's um, like, um, sorry his his moral dilemma over um over what to do with um what to do with himself. I mean, yes, yeah, that like, understand underlines my uh, it's like my issues with the series. I mean, you've got I mean I, I think I can see that like what um like Alexander is trying to trying to go for right there. Even if I think that. That parts parts of it, parts of what he was doing right there, were, were a bit un, but unreasonable and and, and even illogical. Um, but still, war it's like is still like a very action action packed, densely it's like densely written series. Of it that you know, I kind of I even for all its issues, I do kind of wish more comics books were written to accommodate as much action as this action and incident that that, that this one this one does. So, so like I said, overall it's like. I Like I said, I, I thoroughly enjoyed enjoyed Legacy. I enjoyed going back and rereading it as per, in preparation for this podcast. And, you know, it's like, it's, I mean, Star Wars is kind of like, kinda, Star Wars comics are kind of like on the same same level as X-Men these, these days. I mean, like, you're, you are can't really recommend them to, like, you know, the casual, the casual fan. I mean, you kind of have to want to read them. And if you're, so to that end, though, I mean, if you are looking for a good Star Wars comic, if you're looking for one that, uh, like, embodies the um, best parts of the original, the it's like uh, episodes um, four, five, and six, then yes, this is this is definitely definitely the one the one to read, and I it's also the reason I will continue to read um um Star Wars comics written by John Ostrender, which include um like the currently currently serialized um, Iron Empires um um series series where he basically um. We're, we're introduced to a uh, special um special imperial agent who was kind of like that he think like um, James Bond working for the Empire with all the moral complexity that that involves as well as um the um, birth of the jedi series that he's he 's doing with with Dur-Sima, which basically goes back to the very beginning of of star wars or or, or the Jedi which basically back before back before they even started using lightsabers so that kind of stuff. I mean, like, after, after his work here, it's like I am, I'm still on board for anything writ- written by Os- Ostrander in the Star Wars universe. So, and with that, um, John, you there? Are you tending to your um, almost yes. sick and dying? What's up? Oh no! I just wanted to know if you had anything to add add to this. No, it sounded all interesting to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> sounded okay. like
0: something I wanted to go and read, frankly. Okay. Well, just you know, like um, I got, I I said it's they're all it's available in eleven volumes right now. Keep in mind that volume six is included as part of the um vo- the uh, vector uh, Star Wars vector crossover, which is easily one of the best um intertitle crossovers I've read in I ever because cause even if you haven't read any of this any of the um attendant uh, series like as I did, it's like you can still um read this you can still read read the crossover. And, um, and, 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 like, and getting good appreciate for the, for the over, for, for the overall story it's trying to tell. And, all the important part of the, uh, of the progression for, um, like, for, for Legacy itself. So, so, like I said, all, all 11 volumes recommended for, for Star Wars fans. And, you know, it's like, if you're looking for a Star Wars story worth reading, this is it. Okay. And, on that note, well, I just want to like close off by saying this is our ninety ninth podcast, so All right. <laughs> yes, yes, so it's like I guess you know Frank, for, like, for um, episode one hundred, we are going to have to come back and do something like rather special, so so, and um you know, rather than just like you know focus my um efforts on any kind of intelligent analysis or or um it's like or um interpretation. No, I'm just going to come back with a giant list, and as far as, that, as far as that list entails, I will just say I will just say that it is basically pure self-indulgence on my part. So if you're looking forward to that, come back in two weeks. Look forward. All right. to Jason, self-indulgence in comic book whatever. <laughs> yes. Exactly, so but I'm being deliberately vague about this because once you see the title of it, you'll understand what I meant by self-indulgence. Gotcha. There. Okay, wow. on that note, everyone, take it easy, and we will and we'll see you back in two weeks. All right, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.